Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all about it. Said I'm all about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, 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 guys. Welcome back and happy Monday. So as you guys can see, we are still in a different place. It's not our studio. So bear with us when it comes to the lighting. Jason literally just sat here for five minutes trying to figure out, why do you look so sweaty, Adam? And I said, I'm not sweating. It's the box light. But thank you guys for bearing with us. Now, in the meantime, we don't give up any of our lives or pre-records, as you guys know. So we're back to do multiple Bravo hot topics. And we have a lot to discuss from boycotts to two seasons of the same show filming. We have unionization on the reality TV front. I mean, you name it, we got it. So before we jump in, you guys know how this works. If you haven't already, go ahead, smash that like button. If you're not subscribed, get subscribed. Do the rest of the YouTube stuff and let's welcome Jason Allen Barrett. Hi. Hi. Happy Monday. Look at your little background. Yeah, it's been it's been a minute since we've we've done this. It's been a minute. Yeah. So I I feel like I've been explaining to everybody in every single video, and I probably don't have to anymore, that this is not my studio. <laughs> right. No, 100 percent But we're working with what we have. We're traveling and and working on our other businesses at the same time. So this is like a a really busy time, but also a fun time. I hope everyone's enjoying their summer because in this past week, I've been enjoying mine. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. In this past week, so never mind June, July, any of that shit. This is now the time Jason is finally at ease. I know. I get. I get a little relaxation, just a little bit. Yes. All right. So, Jason, I don't know where to start because literally across the board, I had four major figures as the face of this thumbnail for Bravo Hot Messy Topics, and we had Lisa Rinna. We had Nene Leakes, Bethany Frankel, and Lisa Vanderpump, who all represent four very different major franchises of the network. Where do we start? Absolutely. I, you know, I've, Bethany Frankel has been on my mind for a minute. Okay. Especially recently with all of her tidbits and her TikToks and everything that she likes to chime in on. And this recent one that she was chiming in on was Lisa Hochstein and... Uh, Lenny's Can I engagement. say I thought that, that was the dumbest thing that I've ever said? Oh, you said yes. it, Jason. You said it. Wait, yeah, you said 100%. it. We're getting into it. Okay. I keep seeing everybody say happy birthday. Happy birthday, Toaster. 
We Happy have, birthday. Thank you for being here. Okay. Here we go, Jason. Let's get into the Bethany Frankel of it all. Let's do it. Mm-mm. All right, guys. So first, I'm going to start off with the fact she is trying to make a union. Now, she is lawyered up with some of the biggest, most high-powered attorneys in the state of New York. And she is saying, we are fighting the fight and we are coming to unionize reality TV stars. Well, a lot of reality TV stars are like, girl, you're not even on the show anymore. What are you doing? While others are like, no, we definitely back you. Like Lisa Rinna. Let's play the video so you guys see exactly what Bethany is trying to do. Hollywood is on strike. Entertainers are fighting for residuals and no one will promote anything. Why isn't reality TV on strike? I got paid $7,250 for my first season of reality TV and people are still watching those episodes. We've always been the losers, the I'm up here, you're down here to the actresses and actors. During the last writer's strike, we're providing all the entertainment. And that's when really the gold rush of reality TV started. So I myself have generated millions and millions of dollars in advertising and online impressions being on reality TV and have never made a single residual. So either I'm missing something or we're getting screwed too. People on the Hills and the Bachelor and Bachelorette get paid peanuts to do what they do. And people can still watch those episodes from years gone by. Anyone shooting a Bravo show should not be shooting until they get paid residuals for all the other episodes that they've ever done or those episodes should be taken down. Reality stars should go on strike. The Hills, people still watch The Hills today and they don't make a goddamn dollar and they were entirely exploited getting ratings that network television doesn't get. I spoke to Caitlin Bristow. Her episodes were getting 6 million viewers. Network television doesn't get that. In many cases, in most cases, streaming television doesn't get that. It's complete and total bullshit. And I'm going to get into this because it just occurred to me. Everyone is talking about actors. We don't get paid shit. Hollywood is. I think you're muted. Oh, sorry. I was trying to mute so you wouldn't hear it. Guys, I was trying to make sure that you didn't hear the sound. Again, not my studio in my mic. But you would have thought that she would have been done in this moment. Right, Jay? Right. No, there is residuals 2.0, 19,000 likes. Man, it's just such a different entity. Like, I do understand what she's talking about with residuals, right? Like, I made some residuals. I created a role for Cirque du Soleil. I made a little bit of residuals, but there was a cutoff for that, right? My face is still used to this day as promoting the show, as being on the show. Would I think I would get residuals? Absolutely. However, this is what I signed up to do. This is what I signed to do. This is what my lawyers, you know, signed up to do and make the deal smooth. Reality TV is different. I think reality TV right now is evolving. It's changing. And she is right. With all of the strikes, people are going to come to reality TV. They're going to watch reality. Even if you haven't watched reality TV before, that's what's going to be new for a little bit coming up, you know? So I, I just don't know because there is... an echelon of talent um no offense to any of the reality stars but you're you know it's not like you're jennifer aniston it's not like you're whatever but they do still use the likes of let's say nene leaks or bethany frankel to promote Mm -hmm. shows they rerun old episodes of season one of below deck that's you know that's so old they're not seeing any money from that so i do think yes residuals would be fair but 
This is just a different thing. Also, when you sign up for reality TV, let's say like a lot of the Vanderpump Rules stars, you were a waitress, you were a waiter before. All of the opportunities that come or you choose to take from that platform is is kind of up to you. You know, I don't know. Yeah, How but do you then feel also, about what about somebody who was Brad Pitt, who was working as a host at a coffee place and got recognized? He ended up getting his residuals, and he was recognized as a host who somebody thought looked good, who might be able to play a part. Does that mean that he shouldn't get his residuals? I mean, listen, I I don't know. I just think reality TV is just a different space. It's a different space. It's a different talent. You no, know? but I do agree. I agree with that. And I'm not saying that anybody is super talented when you are arguing or screaming on reality TV. But what I do think is she's right. She's saying that you're playing all of the back episodes, making millions of dollars in ad revenue from the commercials. And I'm not getting shit. When I first met you, Jason, for our first time, we went to Las Vegas. When we went to Las Vegas, I forgot what hotel it was. We walked in and your face was all over the casino. And I said, oh my God, this is crazy. You must be getting paid a lot of money for this. And you're like, no, I don't. I don't get paid anything. And I was shocked. I was like, wait a minute, you don't get paid shit? You're like, nothing. My residual... Yeah, and that, that's right. different. So Cirque du Soleil is a very different entity as well. They don't do residuals. They never have. That's not a thing. In right. fact, you know, one of my friends, Josh, who we do Anchor Watch, him, I, and a group of people, we actually changed that um, for the artists. You know, more fair pay, uh, more structured pay, and, and stuff like that. However, I chose a higher show salary in, instead of residuals lasting forever. Also, I didn't know the show was going to run for 20 years years you know so that's interesting but you bring up a great point you think about all of like vanderpump rules after scandal brought a whole new audience to vanderpump rules who are now that audience right they're going back and watching seasons one through nine of vanderpump rules to catch up Uh, our friend emily d baker is like texting was texting us and saying oh my god i'm on season three this is happening and it's crazy like you're right you should get paid if if, if you're rerunning all of those shows, making a buttload of money. Yeah, but no, I agree. And Union, Justin, though, it's going to be really hard to do in reality TV. I agree with that as well. Guys, I didn't want to just give you the first part without giving you 2.0. So I'm going to give you 2.0 so you can 2.0. see where the conversation goes. And that way, it's not like we're leaving you with a cliffhanger. But with Bethany Franco, I don't think anything is a cliffhanger. Hold on. Right. To the person who said that networks look for talent, not reality, networks look for advertisers who look for eyeballs of the purchasers of the household, women. Women look for drama on reality TV. To the person who said that it's already fair because I get to monetize it, uh, yeah, I got the same opportunity that hundreds of other people have had to monetize it and failed. So through blood, sweat, and tears, I worked my ass off justify a $7,250 paycheck for multiple episodes in 2008, episodes that are still being used for monetization in 2023, where two entities are profiting and I am not. And so the monetization in my other businesses was a great justification to take that measly paycheck. And I worked my ass off through blood, sweat, and tears for that to happen. And as you can see by others who have failed, it's not as easy as it looks. To the person hmm. who's... Oh, I mean, to be fair too. By the way, Lee Armstrong, your super sticker has been chilling here and we appreciate the hell out of you. So 
Thank you. Thank you. She makes a great point. She's like, that is why she's kind of saying at the beginning when there was the Bethany clause and I fought to have 100% complete control over my business. When Bravo gave me a contract saying they want 15% of any business that I start after I sign this contract, I fought that. And I said, absolutely not. They said, okay, who the fuck are you? You're Bethany Frankel. You don't make shit. And they ended up doing nothing, taking nothing. They gave her everything that she wanted. She ended up selling a small portion of the Skinny Girl brand to, I believe it was um, Jim Bean, for $100 million. So now, on every Bravo contract, it's called the Bethany Clause. But she gave up the residuals because she wanted full, complete control over the money that she might make in future businesses, which makes sense. But what I don't get is as a business, Bravo, saying, hey, you know what? Not only are we going to pay you, and it seems like you get paid a lot of money, right? Sheena, Stassi, Katie, Kristen, Jack, $600,000. Yeah, you guys make yourselves look like assholes sometimes. And it's a cool season. It'll go away. And then we're going to keep playing the episodes. You're not getting any residuals. And guess what? We own 15 to 20% of your business. So really, at the end of all of this, unless you were financially sound, smart, maybe knocked on Charles Schwab's door, you're fucked. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I'm really, really divided in this because I see what she's saying. And I understand that point. It is very different from, from an actor. Yeah. You know, getting residuals. It's very different. You know, these actors spend, you know, when they're filming, what, nine, ten months, like, filming uh, art that is going to be yeah. rewatched a million times. There's nothing art about watching Vanderpump Rules again or watching, you know, the first season of Real Housewives of New York. Like, it, it still brings relevancy to the person. You know, I, I don't know. I'm very, very conflicted because I do understand that, you know, their their likeliness is is used for promotion and marketing and and that's something that probably shouldn't be done but uh, i don't know where do you stand on that i mean what do you think do you think that they should get residuals or do you think they should have the option of hey do you want to like take can we take 15 percent of your business if you open a, a place or you know lisa was very smart about that lisa vanderpump she never opened a new place in her name it was opened in ken's name it's very different you know so do you take a, a percentage of the business? Do you want residuals? I think this is all, maybe that's what she's talking about in, in unionizing is making a standard and you start at that standard. And then from there, the agents, the managers, whatever, negotiate. But this is just crazy to me that like reality TV, as I said, is evolving and changing is becoming like what MGM studios was in the, in the forties, you know, the thirties. Right. It's, it's insane. It's insane. You have your stars now agents like, Reality people who throw fits at bars, who punch people, who who fight, who yell, who scream, who have good times, want are going to have agents and and unions and, and stuff like it's, they do have agents. I, I know they do, and that's what's crazy. They have managers and 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 we're acting like you know like a Tom Sandoval is is you know a Brad Pitt or something. It's just. It, it crazy. No, see, I don't, I think that you're looking at it the wrong way. I think you look at it through like a lens of like, there is no actual, um, talent, talent. Yes. Thank Correct. you. You see no talent, but however, a lot of these people, I'm going to pan it over to Lala really quick. Lala will tell you, I don't act like this unless I'm on camera. 
I know when I sign my contract, I turn into an asshole and I'm calling everyone out. It's like, absolutely laser. We know she is a off, off camera. She's a whole different person. She's the nicest. But then why did, why, if you're going to put yourself out there and that's going to taint your, your reputation for the rest of your life. And you will always be known as that girl who is BJ's for PJ's and, Fuck you, you Bambi died bitch. And like saying these really vulgar, nasty, atrocious things. Why should she not get paid in perpetuity? Because everyone can do it. Right. That doesn't mean anything. Not everybody is willing to I, do it. I know. I get that. That's, this is why I'm just so split. I'm just very yeah. split on, on this, this whole thing. I, a union, um, I definitely think they should get residuals. I definitely, yeah. that, should, that should be part of their contract. If you're replaying the show at any time, apps a freaking lootly you should yeah. get residuals you know what's so funny and too in the live chat i'm seeing quentin d and i see adam's point totally i'm seeing you guys in the live chat where you understand where jason's coming from and i think that's the whole thing by the way guys obviously you know we're married we don't have a dog in this fight we don't care but i think that this is why we chose this as one of the topics because it's a hot topic people are trying to decide whether or not it's worth unionizing a whole different era of tv or if it's not and the the thing is i think it is jason thinks it's not so no i no i think the conversation needs to be had and as annoying as bethany can come off in some of her tiktoks and as much as she puts her her mouth where it's not needed this is where it's needed this is a conversation i think that needs to happen there does need to be some kind of change so at least she's bringing awareness to this at least she's talking about it you know so I, I do understand that. I mean, listen, you go to BravoCon. You know, we're talking about BravoCon because it's in four months, three and a half, four months away. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, we're going to BravoCon. And when you're at BravoCon, these people are superstar celebrities. You know, they, it's crazy. Okay, no, they come out and they get like, like nothing you've ever seen. I'm like, what the hell is happening here? It's like, you know, someone getting drafted for the NFL and people are like going crazy. It's, it's insane. It's I do think because they put their lives out there because they put their their just everything out there their their privacy is gone i do agree there is a conversation i just don't know how far the conversation goes like we can't take it as far as you know there's a reason the, the actors are striking there's a reason the the writers are striking you know i don't know if ai is going to affect the reality world but we'll see yeah well i thought this was first of all thank you for the segue we love you and I appreciate the hell out of it. But did you see what Rena said about BravoCon? Like they'll boycott it. Well, guys, yeah, absolutely. We don't miss a beat if we're traveling or not. So yes, thank you. We are headed over to Lisa Rena and the Bravo boycott of it all. But before we do, I see a super chat from Norma Maldonado. So let's bring it up. I can agree with Bethany, but she shouldn't conflate reality with actors' contracts. It's uh, confusing to most who are not in the industry. Okay. Absolutely. No, that makes sense. And also, by the way, guys, um, Norma, I didn't see... My phone's not next to me, but I didn't see if you messaged me back. I would have loved to have had you a, a part of this conversation because Norma is also right now currently going through the strikes and she is a work, working actress in Los Angeles. I don't know if you say... I get in so much shit all the time. If I say actress, it's not an actress. It's an actor. If I say an actor, then I'm not I'm not saying it right because then it's an actress. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, a lose-lose. Potato, I, potato. Aye, aye, aye. Okay. 
So actor, actress, Norma, we just still love you no matter what. <laughs> a talent. A talent, girl. You are a talent. Now, let's get over to Lisa Rinna, please, because this witch doesn't stop. Oh. No. Lisa <laughs> Lisa no Rinna sleep for the wicked. No sleep for the wicked. Now, Lisa Rinna is sharing a post. Well, she shared a post calling out fans who defended her former co-star Garcelle. And that was on, well, obviously last season. On the latest season of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Lisa's on and off screen battles with Garcelle led certain viewers to accuse her of racism. Now, after the season ended, Lisa announced her departure from the show. But recently, she is now joining Bethany Frankel's cause to start a reality TV union. And she asked stars to boycott the very popular BravoCon event, which is scheduled for November, I think November 3rd through the 5th, Jason, right? Yep. 3rd through the 6th. Here are a few posts, just in case you guys have not seen them. But here's just one of many. Lisa Rinna wants reality TV stars to boycott BravoCon. I mean, if we're being real here, shouldn't all the woke Bravo stands boycott BravoCon? They love flexing how progressive they are by calling everybody racist and campaigning for reality stars. Unions. I hope all the passionate left-leaning Bravo fans can sit BravoCon out this year to flex their progressive credentials. We need real action, not just tweeting that everybody is a racist for not liking Garcelle's outfit. Power to the people, and Lisa co-signed with a bam. Thoughts. Thoughts. And honestly, Uh, I don't want you to hold back here. I want you to give, like, if you think Lisa's right, if you think that, just share it. I don't care. No, I'm good. I'll be honest. Like, I mean, she didn't write that, of course. That came from another account, but she agreed with it, you know, kind of like giving a sign. I I do kind of in some way, shape or form agree with that. It's like if you're going to call out Bravo for this and you're going to, you know, not watch this or or whatever it is, then, yeah, don't go to. There's a lot of people who say. Why is Kristen back on Vanderpump Rules? She's a racist. I can't stand her. I'm never watching this again. But I'm buying a ticket to BravoCon and I'm going to go support the, all the other things. It's right. like that's hypocritical. So I do understand. Like, yeah, put your money where your mouth is. 100%. Yeah. No, it, but I, I feel like, do you almost feel, though, that Lisa and Bethany I, are... Bethany has so much going on. She has so many businesses, right? Lisa right. is supposedly having a lot of these things going on. Are they, are they, just, are they just kind of like... You know when employees leave and they're a little like unhappy, disgruntled. Disgruntled. Are we having disgruntled employees? Or are we having really good conversations? I think that Bethany. I think that Bethany is bored. <laughs> you want to know? You want to know why I think that Bethany is bored? Hold on, real quick. I'm gonna just show you why I think that Bethany is bored. Really quick. Hold on. This is why, guys. I'm saying Bethany is bored. So I don't know what to think of her. Seeing. No of Lenny Hoxie and getting engaged is like being on the checkout line and seeing that bargain basket bin of like 75 cent and three dollar things where you might find something but usually don't like people named Lenny Hoxstein and their engagements aren't sexy I'm team Lisa Hoxstein all day air day when she and her hot guy get engaged I'll actually watch the entire post okay now Norma Maldonado said Lisa's request, uh, Lisa's request stars to boycott is ridiculous. BravoCon has nothing to do with the strike since it's non-union. She should shut up and go to the picket line. Oh, she should. 
she is a, a member of SAG. Yeah, 100%. But also, my thing is, now fans, of course, like the first thing that fans will do from this is completely rip Lisa apart. And they're going to go after her saying, hey, wait a minute. Do you even give a shit? Or are you just mad and saying boycott BravoCon because your ass is not invited to BravoCon? Which is a fair <laughs> question. That's a fair question. Like, not only are you not invited, last year, me and Emily D. Baker were front and center with Justin Sylvester from E! News, guys. I, I know you know who that is. And Justin Sylvester is best friends with Kyle Richards. We're sitting there up front with Jill Zarin, by the way, watching. <laughs> and the host, I forgot who it was. I think it was that, um, it was the guy who does all of the Rena impersonations. He's on that um, MTV Friends, the Gay Friends show. What is it called? Uh, the, the real MTV friends one. of West Hollywood. The real, the real friends of West Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. So he's the one who like goes on there and he puts on whatever. It doesn't matter. So he ended up. Hosting oh, I know who it. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Joe's jo yeah, yeah. friend, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he paneled it, and when he did, he said, "Welcome, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills." So you call them out one by one. They walk out. Woo! Now finally, we have Lisa Rinna, and it was boo. And Lisa Rinna walked out like this. And did this to everyone. And she sat there and she smiled. And then she did a double to yeah. everyone. So really, if you're trying to figure out, does she have like this sort of, it's almost like when you try to justify somebody in an argument, do they have a dog in the fight? Because if they have a dog in the fight, then they feel, or they may seem or come off a little biased. Now, yes, absolutely. She has a dog in the fight. Lisa Rinna texted Andy after the reunion saying, I don't think I can do this anymore. He said, that's a good idea. Two weeks later, she said, actually, I can do it. And he was like, sorry, babe. Sorry, production, production is fast. Production talked. We have already came up, come up with a whole storyboard. We see what the story looks like without you and we're moving in a different direction. So now it's like, oh, well, I told them I'm not coming back. And they were like, okay, we heard you so be careful what you say because now you're not coming back so does that make you bitter because you do have a dog in the fight well that's what i was going to ask that's what i was going to ask you adam do you think she's jumping on this bandwagon because she's not coming back because if she was saying say she was going to film beverly hills do you think she would have the same motivation no, no because i think that she wouldn't want to piss off bravo right i don't think that she would have made the same stance that she is making now because she's not pissing off a network. Now, had she have made that stance while working for Bravo, she would be fired. Like, it, it's not, they wouldn't fire her tomorrow, but eventually. Right? Right. Okay. So, right. my whole point is for Lisa calling for a Bravo boycott or a BravoCon boycott. Guys, that affects so many people. I don't even think that we realize, but when we talk about 150 Bravo liberties going to BravoCon, and you think about them as reality TV stars who put themselves out there to look like a bunch of assholes, to fight, hit somebody at a bar, cheat on their spouses, I get it. There's no real talent, right? But some of them still are very much so a part of the SAG-AFTRA union. And when you are, especially right now, you're not really supposed to be promoting or working, or doing any big events. Now, that applies to a lot of the talent that is employed by Bravo. If you go over to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, automatically, aside from Lisa Rinna, Erica Jane, Garcelle, Kyle Richards. Lisa Rinna's now out of it. I don't know, Sutton, definitely not. Crystal, no, for sure. But then you go over to Vanderpump Rules. 
Sheena, Lala, Ariana, Tom Sandoval. There is, yeah, there is a clause. There's a lot. Yeah, there is. They can do some kind of thing. Norma explained this to me actually really well. I wish she was here because she explained that um, they, because Vanderpump Rules was going to shut down production. Do you remember? Yeah. And then they decided not to because they were allowed to film. And Norma explained it. I forgot exactly what the loophole is in this. I think it's because it's reality TV. Yeah, <laughs> that it's okay. So I don't know. Oh, all right. Wait, Jason, can you hear me okay? I can hear you fine. Okay. I just saw your private message of move your mic closer to you. So <laughs> thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that. Jason no is always keeping me on point. Sorry, guys. I get excited and I just want to like get into it. But from there, we're going to move on. Up and Adam, that's true. But actors can work on reality shows, commercials, soap yeah. operas. Okay. Yeah. Um, can we... You ready? I'm ready. I'm so ready. Let's Lisa just and Bethany. Move. They give me anxiety talking about them. You know? I mean, like, I have anxiety. I love... I, don't get me wrong. Okay. I, have, I don't really care for Lisa Renna. That's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I love Bethany Frankel. I really do. I think she is a, a true entrepreneur. I think she is a true... Um, uh, I don't know. She's just amazing. I love when she speaks out and she does stuff with Be Strong. I love that, Bethany. I love when there's a crisis happening or disaster. She is there front and center. I love watching her do this. She's smart. She's intuitive. And I like that. I don't like when Bethany jumps on TikTok to talk about Lisa and Lenny because who the hell cares, you know? And there is some sort of with reality TV stars, like attention seeking narcissism a little bit, no matter if they're great or not, you know, they need to be seen. Their lives have to be seen. And I, I, you know, sometimes she pipes in and she chimes in and she has a great point. And sometimes it just runs, you know, open-ended and you get nowhere, but yeah. Well guys, ready to move on. (laughs) We're ready to move on over 500 in the room. We are going to go over to Vanderpump rules before we take a pit stop for the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Now, Vanderpump Rules, guys, I don't know if you're keeping up. I honestly might as well just show you the 500 videos that I have because it's actually wild. We're literally watching them film two shows, including Vanderpump Rules Season 11, plus another show in real time, kind of, based off of all of the Bravo fan accounts. Now, there are so many conversations that are being had And do we know the context of them? Absolutely not. But that's why it makes it so much more fun to watch the shows. Sort of like when we got the news about Kathy and Lisa Rinna in Aspen, and we didn't know what the fuck happened. We didn't. We had no idea. We just knew that there was drama. And then once the drama got delivered, it was disappointing. Nine times out of ten, I feel like it is disappointing. Yeah. Not always the case. So let's just give you guys a couple of videos to show you what's going on over in... The land of Vanderpump Rules. Here we go. We're going to start with something about her. Jason, last time, by the way, Bravo Blaze, Bravo and Blaze, um, they're absolutely fantastic. They're on Instagram. Definitely check them out. And they're such a big support system. They gave us an update on something about her. Jason, do you remember last time I talked to you about something about her? I said that they had to completely demolish the front patio. Yep. And do you remember you and I had the conversation because you working for Lisa Vanderpump at Pump Restaurant, you know that every single chair and table in the restaurant, that seat has a dollar figure on it. And that seat has a value. And if that seat gets turned 10 times in one day, that value is times 10, right? So 
If they're ordering sandwiches sitting in that seat and there's 10 people doing that a day and the normal average person is at $24 per person, then that's $240 for that seat for the day. Times that by 10 if we lose the patio. Well, fear not, because apparently the ladies for something about her have come up with a solution. Take a look at this. For another update and things are moving quickly, the exposed land is already covered up. In addition, Chef Penny has confirmed that they are planning on having seating in this new something about her alleyway, which is great news since this restaurant is going to be busy. We're Hmm. Okay. Brilliant idea. You know, I during the pandemic, we, you know, there was a lot of, of uh, very creative things happening in order to have seats. Pump extended their patio, which already came out into the sidewalk, almost to the road, right? And then after the pandemic, that had to come down. And I'm, and I said last time I was on here, maybe that space, that space, what it was before, I think like a, I forgot what it was, a coffee shop or something. We used to walk by it all the time. I think maybe during the t- pandemic, they might have extended that. However, the Abbey, which is right next to Pump, came up with a solution as well, very similar to this during the pandemic, where they could get around, you know, licensing and, and, um, and rules by doing an alley similar to that. And I think that is a great idea. It's cute. If they do it up really cute and add some lights above, I think it will be awesome. Okay, guys. Gotta get cre- you have to get creative in this industry, right? In the hospitality industry. First of industry. all, when the Abby did it, it smelled like condoms, piss. Okay. Yeah. Gross. It, it, to be trash. honest, that alley has always been gross. So, yes, it needed a lot of cleaning and, and saging and um, disinfecting for sure. But it was a good idea. I'm not saying their alley was great. This looks really cute. It's in a very nice area any way you see it though i'm telling you right now you know you have the olympics in los angeles in 2028 if they can last until then they are going to they're going to reap all of the benefits of of the whole uh, do i want to say gentrification of west hollywood because that's what it definitely feels like wow all right which is it's sad because west hollywood used to be an amazing you know place and now it's like the center of of la yeah yeah well that's not the only update for you now a lot of people have been wondering what is going on with tom sandoval and ariana maddox obviously we have two cast members who are two key cast members who were two very key components of the biggest scandal on reality television unless you want to count the girardis or jen shaw but they're doing their time we get it so now with Ariana and Tom Sandoval, Ariana has absolutely refused to film with Tom Sandoval one-on-one. She's like, this guy, no, I don't owe him shit. Well, Alex Baskin, who's one of the executive producers of not only Vanderpump Rules, but many other Real Housewives franchises, came out and had something to say about that. He doesn't necessarily agree with Ariana's position because what he doesn't understand is how the hell do you guys still live in the same house You move back and forth past each other, but you can't film a scene together that we're asking you and paying you a shit ton of money. Like literally, if we put a camera in your house and we saw you guys crossing the kitchen past each other, like Ariana's getting a bagel, you're getting coffee and you both tell each other to go fuck off. Like that would be reality TV gold for Alex Baskin. And he doesn't understand why Ariana will not give that to him. But she has drawn her line in the sand and she absolutely refuses to film anything with him. She won't look at him, won't acknowledge him, 
won't nothing. And here is a video to prove how awkward this gets because guys, it gets awkward as hell. I don't think Jason <laughs> saw this one. I'm muting it for a second just to show you that they're walking in. That's Ariana with the blonde hair. You see Tom right there in the white. Ariana walks in. Everybody's like, oh my God, Ariana. She just got back from Fiji. Tom looks her up and down. They're all hugging Ariana while filming. You see Jesse Montana. You see Katie Maloney, Sheena, Brock, everyone, James Kennedy. Oh my God, welcome back. We watched you on Love Island. You look amazing. And Tom Sandoval still sits there awkwardly to the side because Ariana knows I have to film with the rest of them. I don't have to say shit to him. What are your thoughts? I mean, listen, I, I, you watched this played out or play out last season and she got screwed. She got royally fucked, you know? So I understand where she's coming from emotionally. And, and as someone who is doing a reality show, but is setting boundaries. These are my boundaries. This happened to me. I'm not talking to him. I'm not filming with him. Housewives do it all the time. Why should Ariana not be able to do it? Yeah. And you know? also, to be fair, Tess Ish said, I mean, I think Ariana said that's how she would handle it. So I'm not sure why people are so... I don't know why people are surprised. And, and tell me if I'm wrong, Adam, but I don't know why people are surprised in how Ariana is reacting. You know, like she took every deal and opportunity that was presented to her because she got, like I said, royal, royally fucked you know, last no, season. No, true. So, but now you see a lot of switch up. You see people filming with Tom. People have had conversations. People are, you know, jealous of all of the opportunities that Ariana's gotten. You know, they're saying, well, I got cheated on by my man. Where were my opportunities? We're seeing a lot of this evolve, but Ariana is staying to her truth on what she said she was going to do. Like Tess said, I'm not filming with him. I'm not doing this. She has every right to do that. I mean, what do you think? Do you think that's going to like, cause like a, some kind of problem in the show? Or do you think that's something that people want to watch play out? I mean, I think that she has every right to do it. I think that she made her stance known. I think that if you're going to sit there and you're going to be fucking people in my house that I share with you, that's my best friend. You're hooking up with her in the next room and you want me to give you any sort of acknowledgement or respect kindly fuck off. Like Jason, Jason made it known to me from the time that we got together Because at the very beginning, guys, I was 20. I was wild. I was nuts. Jason was 30. I was like, I was like a pony that you were not going to tame. I was like, like, and not just like wild, like wanting, I I never wanted to hook up with people or anything like that. It was like, I just wanted to go have fun. And I didn't want anyone to tell me what to do. Like I was 20 years old. And so at that time, Jason said to me, if we ever split, I don't care if it's today or five years from now, unfortunately, we won't have like, a relationship. It's going to be goodbye. We go our separate ways. We don't talk. We don't do. And I feel like that's kind of normal. Like most people, when they break up, they have to go their separate ways. Some people stay together, but for these two, they're filming a TV show. So how awkward 
yeah, it's awkward as hell. It depends. But- it depends on the person in the situation, right? Like, you know, in my previous relationship, I was cheated on many, many times. Come to find out, all of those people were also around me. Of course, I'm never going to talk to that person again. If we split right. amicably, 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 well, Wait, I can't even. The people that he was cheating on, they were all hanging out with you. They were all around. Yeah, you just never knew. So, like in that situation, I was an Ariana, oh. right? But you, you know, like if it was a, a mutual kind of thing and whatever, I don't know. I wouldn't work on that relationship. I wouldn't be like, oh, you wonder what Adam's doing if we ever split up. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. not something I would think about. So like that puts me, like you said, in Ariana's mindset of like, fuck you, Tom. Yeah. Fuck you, Tom. <laughs> We've said fucked seven times on this bit. Yes, this will be so demonetized ASAP. How's that for eight? And we don't even know if we're getting demonetized or not. But right now, we are team fuck you, Tom. So anyways, guys, it doesn't end there because we are filming two Vanderpump Rules shows at the same time. I am sorry for the Vanderpump Rules overload, but honestly, that is what we have right now. So we're going to share everything with you. Okay, here we go. This is Sheena filming with some familiar faces. I don't know if Jason has seen this video, but they were filming for Jax's new show with Brittany Cartwright and Kristen Doty. This is Sheena, Lala Kent, James Kennedy, his girlfriend, Ali Luber, Max Boyens, who was fired, Brittany Cartwright, Kristen Doty, Brock Davies, Jax Taylor, and Johnny Bananas from MTV's The Challenge. Huh. Take a look. Will's birthday! Gorgeous couple. I love you. I got my friends. I love you. <laughs> Will's birthday. Sorry, I was just checking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's watch it again. No, I know. I was looking at it and I was like, uh, is that done? And then it continues. Here's Jax and Johnny Bananas. All right, let's go. Let's go party. So I don't know if you guys could catch in the corner of that, but there was a camera, which means that they're obviously filming for Vanderpump Rules, whatever the spinoff is going to be called. But they also have Lala and the entire cast, except for Katie and Ariana, and if Charlie is even filming or not, filming for the Vanderpump Rules spinoff, which Jason and I started questioning, does that mean we are finally getting the segue that they originally intended? Or what does that mean for Vanderpump Rules? What does that mean? If a lot of the same cast of Vanderpump Rules is now filming for this Jax-led, right? Because I think he is a producer in this, if I'm not mistaken, or or yeah, some yep. yeah, he is leading this you know show. If the same people are filming and they already know how to do that, you know, to do reality TV to to be the focus. You know, we talked about this when when um, Tamara came back and her and Heather were having a conversation and Gina was off to the side. It's like. They are vets. So all of our vets are filming this other show. What happens to Vanderpump Rules? 
where do we go from here? What are the storylines that stay there? Or is this the end of Vanderpump Rules and the beginning of something else? You know, because Vanderpump Rules, like we talked about, started as a show where people who worked for Lisa Vanderpump, who were trying to get ahead in life and and actors and models and auditioning. And then all of a sudden, it became something else. It became a phenomenon. So where do you go from here? Like, where does Vanderpump Rules go? If you have all of the cast filming this new show in people in in a space of it's the same space, it's the same show. No, I I get what you're saying, but also I think because originally, right before the pandemic happened, and when Stassi was getting married in Italy, that's why when we had that massive cast photo for season eight, and we didn't recognize Be- uh, Brett Caprioni, Max Boyens, Dana Catherine, right. Charlie Burnett, we didn't recognize these people. Because we were in the middle of a segue and we were transitioning from one show to another. Now, for this, unless they spend the entire season 12 doing the segue and introducing new people and treating that sort of a season season eight, I feel like Pirates of the Caribbean, that motherfucker, make it end on a good note, do the segue. If the other show fails, the other show failed. But guess what? Vanderpump Rules did not. You had 11 very successful seasons and try it out. Or just stick with Vanderpump Rules and keep it going. Well, here's the thing, okay? Because what they were trying to do wasn't working either. By bringing um, Dana and Max and Brett and Charlie and these new people on. It was was horrible, right? So we just had Scandaval. People want to follow this group. The people who weren't watching Vanderpump Rules before has have now gone back and watched Vanderpump Rules and then now are invested in those people, right? right? So if everyone is filming a different show and it's going to be better potentially than Vanderpump Rules, mm-hmm. what does Vanderpump Rules offer? Are you going to go out and try to cast new people who work at Schwartz and Sandy's and Tom Tom? Are we going to try to do that? Is it going to work? Will people care? Probably not. I would rather watch the spinoff or whatever, you know, whatever else is coming up. No, I agree. No, honestly, I, 1 million percent. I feel like that kind of deads the conversation because really, I think most people would rather, especially the people who now, this newfound audience, they just want to see the people who they just became familiar with, not people right. who we, we don't know. And I think that a testament to that is anytime that we try to do a cast change up for any of the real housewives. So we're like, you know what, let's fire the OGs and bring in the new bitches. And then we bring them in and we're like, what the fuck is going on? Well, we were talking about this too, because a lot of these people have friends that are off the show who are really close, who would be very interesting to film too, that don't have the opportunity to let's say film on Vanderpump rules. Cause it doesn't really fit. Yeah. Here you have it. They have a chance to there's a lot of friends you don't see on TV who are friends with everybody in the cast. Yeah. You know, and it's it's genuine. It's real. And I think people want to see real friendships and real things like that. I think, you know, I'm speculating a little bit, but with Lisa doing a new show here and there with her things going on with the end of Scandaval. Where do you go with Vanderpump Rules after season 11? Of course, we're all going to chime in to see what the hell happened. And then maybe we segue into this other show and we call it a day, you know? But like, what else happens? What else happens on Vanderpump Rules? We're about to find out. But 
As we find out, guys, Murray said it best. Please remember to smash that like button. Also, happy Monday, and thank you, Murray, for the super chat. We're going to move on from the Vanderpump Rules conversation because there is so much, and it's like we could talk about this all day. Forever. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> but you know who also hasn't really spoken out in forever, who now is? Nene Lakes. So can we get yes. into that for a second? Yeah, because let's go. Nene Lakes... Um, she didn't hold back. Nene Leakes did this whole interview, right? She did it with Carlos King. Carlos King was a former producer of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Carlos King now produces um, Love and Marriage. I don't know where. All of them. What? Yeah, all of them. I don't even know where they're at. I think that the ratings are probably... I mean, from what I've seen, they're really awful. But I'm not also dissing his show. I just... I don't watch Love and Marriage. But also at this point, like, guys, we can't... I don't watch half the shit. Because it's a popular show. It just doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, the ratings are, are different. It's not on Bravo, you know, it's not on it's a on huge network. So, right? Yeah. So it's not going to be, you know. Well, and also, you literally took a show idea from Andy Cohen. It's on Cohen. own, I think. Yeah. But yeah, you took yeah. an Andy Cohen show idea and you turned it into something and while also trashing Andy Cohen. So whatever Carlos King's vendetta is against. But also, wait a minute, Carlos King. Girl, I got to say this too. Candy called your ass out for trying to take her story and her life story with her band and her girl group and trying to sell that shit out from under her. So Candy doesn't like Carlos King, but you know who does? Nene Leakes. And Nene Leakes did her first sit-down sort of tell-all with Carlos. Can I play the clip? Please. Here we go. Where Kenya came from was four or five. That's what I think it changed. Why? I don't know. I think all these things started. So, so for instance, when me and Lisa and Deshaun and Sheree, all of us started, the, they were our real husbands and our real boyfriends. Sheree was really married to Bob and they really were going through a divorce. Deshaun was really married to Eric and they started to have their issues. Lisa was really with, uh, what's his name? Ed Hartwell. Ed Hartwell. I was really with Greg. Kim was really with Big Papa. Our stories were real. Everything we talked about and did was real. When we had disagreements, they were real. We didn't pretend like we had a boyfriend and we didn't have one. I mean, and then I think once Kenya came on the show, I'm not saying that Kenya started it or did it, but I'm saying at that moment, it was it started to be uh, let's create our storyline. Well, we didn't create a storyline. We just showed up to work and just was filming and being who we are. They started having boyfriends and they weren't really their boyfriends. And they, that kind of stuff to me changed the dynamic of the show. To me, if you didn't have a boyfriend, you just didn't have a boyfriend. And that's how it should have been shot. Whenever Kenya came on. Hmm. I mean, she's, in my opinion, absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, I, yeah, I because that's we've talked about this multiple times too. It's yeah, my big introduction to Housewives was Atlanta, and I used to love it. And there were genuine friendships, there were things, there were like real fights, real conversations, real things happening, and that's what made it so unique and so fun to watch. And now I feel like we're always invested into a salacious, you know, scandal or storyline that's invented, created, and then a lot of BS piled on top of it. It's really, you know, it's funny that you said invented or created because it's really like, it's curated. Basic, kind of like how Facebook and um, Instagram and Twitter, they all do these focus groups, right? They figure out what do the users want? What do the users need? How do we keep the users coming back? And 
You don't think the producers, the network execs, and the editors are not doing the same thing? They're curating the information based off of the fan feedback to figure out what do you like and what do you not like? Do you like drama? You want someone to be cheated on? We have that. You guys like fights? We got that. So they curate it based off of what you want, but I get what Nini is saying because really, originally, you only got what was original. It was only what was authentic to them. And you got family. what was there. What, you was, what was real. There. Yeah, you, They put the real in reality TV. You didn't God, get sold a fake crazy. bullshit storyline until people started bringing the fake BS storylines. And then from there, that I think slowly over time, it did change the course of reality TV and how these stories were being presented to the audience. But the audience, nine times out of 10, doesn't realize the production behind any of these reality TV shows. So when you hear reality TV, you think real TV. That's kind of what you think. You're like, no, they actually are fighting. No, they actually are getting a divorce. No, they are, they are best friends. They've been best friends for forever. It's not always true. But wait, hold on. When you say there's not more, there's always more, okay? Reality Blurb came out with this, and Nene Leakes revealed her salaries on the early seasons of The Real Housewives of Atlanta and said that the current cast is sitting in the house that she built. Okay. Speaking on Carlos King's Reality with the King podcast, via Radar, Nene revealed that she made 10000 for the first season. She and the cast knocked it out of the park in their sophomore season. Her salary was bumped to 50000 She said by season three, she, Kim Zolciak, and... Sheree Whitfield were making from about 100,000 to 150, depending on who it was. And then from there, she added, We started to make a bag, maybe season four. That's when we got the real money that we deserved. Now, moving on from there, she actually made a great point and she shaded the current ratings of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, which I didn't even realize. We love TV Deets. We watch TV Deets on Instagram. Now they have a podcast. Go check them out. They're always giving us the new ratings, but if you look at the ratings that Nene Leakes is speaking on, it's wild. Real Housewives of Atlanta, from the time that Nene started the show, went from 5 million viewers for an opening night, right? Like a premiere night, to close to 500,000. That's, that's more like the love and marriage numbers. And she said, that's a difference. Isn't it? Wow. What a big difference. Okay, 5 million. Okay, 500. That's what she said. I mean, it is different. I do have to say season one for any show, it's, 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 it's like the pilot. It's the first season. You're not going to make it, the money. You have to, people, ha the audience has to be invested in you. They have to be introduced to you first before they know the value to set. It's the same on any TV show. So, I don't understand that. Of course, they got a bag after that, 100%. Absolutely. But yeah. again, you have managers, you have agents that do ne these negotiations. Tell them what you want. Yeah. You know? No. But she, I mean, that whole cast deserved to be paid what they were being paid at that time. Not only were you bringing in ratings. In fact, a lot of the housewife shows used to hit in the millions. Now we can barely hit in a million for some shows. So it's just changed. It's evolving and changing but this is going to go to the argument that bethany and and like lisa renna about you know things and contracts and stuff like that if the ratings aren't there the networks aren't going to want to do it yeah oh and it keeps going we have more
as I'm concerned, they're all sitting in my house, the house that I built. And um, it seems like it's tumbling down. Because as far as I'm concerned, they're all sitting in my house, the house that I built. She said that Cynthia Bailey conspired to get her kicked off of the show. Now, interesting. I don't know if I believe that, but... I don't know either, but it's not just the house. It wasn't just the Nini show. You know, if people were watching the Nini Leak show and it was so successful, that's the house you built 100%. Right. Um, she did, I think she had, she put the cast together, you know, so she did have a part in that. But if it doesn't work together and the rest of the ladies don't work together and there's no drama or conflict, it's really Housewives is an ensemble cast and you have one or two standouts always. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. You know, I love Nini. Nini is another person who's like Bethany for me, who I really love. I just yeah. don't like the ego that comes along with it. I love Bethany. She hates me. Or not Bethany, Nini. I love Nini. Nini hates me. Bethany. Actually, Bethany does not hate you. <laughs> I was about to say, Bethany has been very nice to me. Nini fucking hates me. But yeah. I still love Nini. So that's okay. Now, with that, guys, we pretty much covered everything. We were not anticipating going an hour long, especially when we're not in our studio or a place of comfort as far as recording. But we covered some pretty heavy, interesting Bravo topics, right? Are we over i have a question for you what adam because i i feel like we're skipping over the best new show on bravo right now which is the real housewives of new york wait did you do you want to get into it no i just want to ask you your thoughts i mean we're like what three episodes in i love this cast i love these women i find myself laughing but it's not I don't feel anxious. You know, when you had that, it was season 11 or, or of Beverly Hills, like you just felt anxious and you don't feel anxious watching these ladies. It's just a lot of lighthearted fun. Um, Bryn is like sticking out like a, a sore thumb. She's so funny. Um, Cy, who's here, is great. They're all amazing. Aaron, Jenna, uh, Jessel, I'm not sure where I stand on yet. But guys, what do you guys think about The Real Housewives of New York? Because it is. So fun. I felt like I feel like they've hit kind of a a new mark on what housewives should be. No, I actually fully agree with this. Um, I think that the Real Housewives of New York for this season, it's back to the petty. It's like, you asshole, you didn't like the lingerie, then just don't say anything. Or you didn't like the cheese, you, you didn't left like the early. Cheese. Oh my you god, left early. Like, it's not like I am trying to destroy your husband, your marriage, your wife, your relationship, your business. Like, it's not, it feels very like cotton candy. Like, it's cotton candy. It's something we talked about. It's like what the ladies of London was kind of provided that cotton candy, you know, drama and fun, quick. Who just asked us about the ladies of London yesterday? It was the woman that we met. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. No, but uh, I feel like that's going to be great. I feel like the Real Housewives of Dubai, from what we know, is going to do a complete change around on attacking each other. You're going to... Yes, it's going to be more... I feel like the way that New York is going is going to be season two of Dubai for us, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think season one, they didn't realize, like... I think that they thought they had an idea of what they were supposed to do on the show. Yeah. And I think that they really heavily focused on, we need the conflict. We need the resolution. But I think that when you start saying that you need the conflict, you start f- looking for the conflict. Whereas 
when you're just living like every day, you know, like conflict comes. Unfortunately, it, just, it does. And it, it just, I mean, after this, not even going to lie, it's 110 right now by two o'clock, Jason and I are going to fight about something. And I don't even know what the fuck it is. I have no idea. I have no yeah, idea. Pick your shit up off the floor. Pick my shit up off the floor. See? But that's what I'm saying. It's like, I don't need to go up there and be like, Jason, you're a dick. And this is why. Because I already know. It's just living your life. Things come. You have high highs, low lows, and that's how it works out. And I think that Dubai missed the mark on the first season because they thought this is what Housewives is supposed to be. And I think that based off of what we've heard for season two, it's going to be a lot better. I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. But I'm in love with our our New York ladies. I don't know, um, Adam, if we skipped some super chats, but we have did we? Here. Yeah, I'm and sorry. he made me laugh when oh he God. heard the best shade on the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion, as if we're going to believe you after all the fake hypes from other reunions. I agree. I hate fake hypes. I hate saying like or, or hearing. You know, I ask the hard questions. This is this reunion is going to be like no other you've ever seen. And then we watch it and it's like the worst reunion we've ever seen. You know? <laughs> so. No, seriously. All right. I'm going to bring them up for you. Think about it. Second VPR Emmy nom is for editing. Mm. I mean, legitimately. Norma, and thank you again for the super chat. Dear Dana said, I thought she moved out. Why she's still living with him. Love you guys. Ariana and Tom, I don't know how they can't figure that situation out. I would not be able to stay in the same house with someone who did that to me. That's for sure, right? Craziness. Right. So. Go ahead. Oh, we read this one. Oh, did we? Yep. Okay. Wow. Okay, guys. All right, so we're an hour in. We're all caught up. Um, we will continue to be posting. We're going to be posting on the community tab. And also, uh, we'll be keeping you up to date. We don't know right now, unless Jason just thinks that I'm making like a premature announcement. As of right now, we're trying to figure out if we are going out of town tonight, tomorrow. So we are still waiting to figure out Anchor Watch, right? Yes. Yeah. If we do Anchor Watch tomorrow night, which I think we're doing. <laughs> okay. I think so. It will be posted in the morning. But guys, check out Below Deck Down Under. It is such a great addition to the Bravo Below Deck franchises, for sure. Yes. And like Sue said, peace to my reality lovers, my fellow reality yes. lovers, Winky Whispers, yes. love you both Adam and Jason. Hello to all. Much I love the new housewives of New York. We love them too. And thank you, Winky Whispers. Guys, thank if you. you haven't already, go ahead, smash the like button, show some love, hit the notifications for future videos. And also thank you to everyone in the live chat. And thank you for understanding that we are not in our respective studios. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.